0: You know, to stand up here, I wish I, I wish you could be here with me, looking at y'all. By the way, Jim Benny did ask me, Mike, in your heart of hearts, do you believe God loves you? And without hesitation, I said, no. Now, you listen to me. He said, eight out of 10 pastors I asked that question to say the same thing. That's why you need to be praying for your preacher. That's why you need to hear the message this morning, not because it's from me. When Tim asked, I thought, praise God, I get to preach. Oh, stink, it's just before lunch. But the Lord knows. You know, now, 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 by the way, Dr. Getch, he was talking about um, confrontation. You know, sometimes when you, when you preach something up here, it's like, you know, it's going to hurt. Well, I got to get something out of the way. I love Brother John Evertson, Pastor Evertson. I'm telling you, great man. We, we had such a good time down at the Capitol. I miss him. My personal opinion is he's out of God's will, but that's all right. <laughs> but we do have to get something straight. He started yesterday afternoon he's talking about Ford trucks, and he's talking about Chevy trucks. I believe Mopar, brother. I'll take my Hemi anytime. Years ago, when we were having one of the Awake America meetings, David Gibbs was here, Dr. Gibbs was here, and I Picked him up, and I got him in my truck, and he fell in love. He says, oh, man, and I had the real custom exhaust during that time. Every once in a while, you just got to punch it, just. <clears throat> and he goes, oh, man, he says, if this truck goes, goes missing, don't look in my driveway. And I thought, praise God, a lawyer, a Christian lawyer wants to steal my truck. <laughs> That's good stuff. But in the middle of the night, the Lord reminded me of something that he laid on my heart several months ago. Guys, please, listen. I I don't know how to say this. My, my, my background did not bring me here. I was just down a couple of weeks ago at Camp Ironwood. And while I was there, I was able to go into the maintenance area, and I found the concrete tools that I gave to the camp, my bow float in Fresno and my walking tools. If you go up to Wolf Mountain, you'll, you'll see my Massey Ferguson sitting there, Massey Ferguson 30B, front loader with a Gannon box on the back. I loved that. It was brand new when I had it. And that thing was instant reverse transmission. I mean, how many of you, you, you've operated equipment like that, and you just know, you just, it's it's like a glove. It fits on your hand, and you're just doing work, and I loved it. And now it's up there. It's no more. That's what my life was. But I can take you to the place in Martinez, California. I worked on an all-Christian concrete crew we're pumping a slab and, you know, just, just going away and we're talking about the Lord. And I, I, I told my boss, I says, you know, I'd like to teach in a Christian school. Immediately, God pulled the trigger. And I got a phone call from the pastor that married my wife and I. He says, I want you to come down and work for me. I didn't go that year. We wound up starting a, uh, a Christian school in the church I was in. But then I was down there in Santa Maria three years. By the way, I got to hear a young evangelist by the name of John Getch while I was there. I thought, man, praise God, this is great. And then the Lord led and I wound up here. Let me tell you something. There's a reason this building is my prayer room. Because this preacher needs prayer. But it reminds you. I mean, I'm looking at faces, and it's like, man, we're in this together. Guys, listen. We're all keyed up about the election on Tuesday. And some of us are drop-dead angry that we have to vote on some of this stuff. But let me tell you, more important than what takes place on Tuesday is what takes place in our churches on Sunday. That is the key. Now, I've had, a, I've had a few physical challenges. I've got more zippers on this body now. Oh, my soul. But I praise God for Brandon Campbell, who has stepped up, and man, he's doing the job. And we've got a couple of other men. Praise God. Rich Miller, love it. There's work to be done. And there is a reason why we're in California. And it's not so much so that you can find another place to live All right, we got to get into the word. Second Timothy chapter four. Second Timothy chapter four. Verse nine. Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me for Demas hath forsaken me having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica. Heavenly Father, as we have been so very much reminded, without you, we can do nothing. This preacher can do nothing without you. All of us can do nothing without you. There indeed is a call to faithfulness. Thy will be done. I pray in Christ's name, amen. It's hard to believe, but 50 years ago, next month, I went into the Air Force. How many of you remember the draft numbers that we got in the mail? Raise your hand. Okay. How many of you got a number less than nine? Raise your hand. Anybody? I couldn't believe it. Mine was nine. I thought, this is great. Richard Nixon could say, I want the top 10. I'm in. So I went down and took the test for the Marine Corps. Hey, listen, my dad was in the Marine Corps. My my uncle, my uh, mom's brother, was one of the men on Mount Suribachi. I mean, it was great. But I thought, you know what? They don't want to win this war. So I said, my, I told my dad, I said, listen, I, I want to go in, I want to play with airplanes, and then I'm getting out. So went in. We was there December, starting December 27th in San Antonio, and then I went to Wichita Falls for tech school there at Shepard Air Force Base. And about that time, the POWs were coming back. And it was exciting. It was great. Now, what they're doing, they were taking them from Vietnam to the Philippines, Clark Air Base, and then from there to Hawaii, and then Travis, and then they dispersed them throughout the country. Seven POWs were coming to Shepherd Air Force Base. Oh, man. There were guys, including a friend of mine they they were they were taken and and they and they shined up the cars i mean it's looking good, it's looking great and you know and they're gonna bring them in there's going to be you know we're we're invited to come on out and greet them. I heard estimates as many as ten thousand the base emptied itself we were on the ramp k c one thirty fives and even uh c ninety sevens were there just old stuff. But we, you know, all the birds were, you know, there, they've got it uh, set up. We're waiting for that C9 nightingale. Oh, boy. Red carpet's out. The first car is ready. And what's going to take place is this. That C9 nightingale is going to come in. It'll park, red carpet. The senior POW will get off the airplane, pop a salute to the flag, Pop a salute to the base commander, go to the podium, say something, and then each guy will come out, and then they'll get with their families. I will never forget this. I mean, I'm standing. You know, I, I'm, I'm new. I, you know, I'm in tech school. I got, I, I got chief master sergeants, I got master sergeants, you know, all around me. And they come in, and we're, we're watching for the bird. And all of a sudden, you know, we see it out in the distance. I'm telling you, it was exciting. That thing came in. Came in onto the ramp, cut the engines, door opened. First POW got out. He popped a salute to the flag, popped a salute to the base commander, started walking to the podium, And his 11-year-old son that he hadn't seen in five years was off to the side. Boom! He ripped out. He grabbed his dad, and it was over. (laughs) I mean, oh, everything just went out the window. You know, these guys around me, you know, that they've got all kinds of stripes on their arm. You know, they're bawling like babies. You know, it was great. Kind of like, you know, it reminded me, boy, you want, we're, to live, we're, we're waiting to, to see the Lord. Now, he's not coming in a C9 Nightingale. He, he don't need it. But we got, Dr. Getch, we got to meet some of these guys. You know, they were there. We got to meet, you know, a couple of three of these POWs. And I got to talking to this one. He didn't know what to do. He couldn't find his wife. I mean, he could not find his wife. She divorced him. She took off. She she covered her tracks. He couldn't find her. For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. You know, there's something, I I loved it, you know, being, you you know, one of the guys in the church, you know, doing the stuff, I, I, like I said, I didn't plan on doing what I'm doing now. And I'm just saying that, that, by the way, you never know what God's going to do in your life. You just don't know. But whatever you do, I don't care if you're making tents, I don't care if you're using You know, uh, 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 whatever, you're you're operating a tractor, you're using a PG&E armrest, otherwise known as a shovel, some of you will get that. But you just prayed, many of you just prayed with your pastor, and you know something, Your pastor is praying that God is doing something in your life right now. Because there's every possibility that there's someone here. You're ready to depart. You've got the pornography waiting for you on your computer. You've got that other woman waiting for you in the community. You've got the job deal that will absolutely crush your family, but you'll make a lot of money. Just like what Thessalonica offers you. Just very quickly, there's the man. If you go to Colossians, go to Colossians if you would please. Colossians chapter four, you'll see that Paul writes this, Luke, the beloved physician, this is verse 14, and Demas greet you. There's no problem. It's like Christ when he had Judas Iscariot. I mean, I saw Judas had the bag. He's the bank guy. No problem. Everything's going fine. The Lord sends him out on assignments. There we go. It's the same thing with Paul here. If you read the the small letter to Philemon, he says in verse 24, Marcus, Aristarchus, Demas, Lucas, my fellow laborers, he was right there. You know something we need to stop and consider you know, our names are written, if we're saved, if we're truly born again, our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, right? That's But it's also elsewhere. There are people that remember us. Someone once said, reputation is what others think we are. Character is what God knows us to be. D.L. Moody said, character what a man is in the dark. There's, you know, there's, there's been things that we re- remember, you know. Now, again, I, I look at these guys right here. I praise God for Tim Schmidt. By the way, Dr. Getch, I remember when you talked to him in high school. I'm telling you, if the Lord tarries, God's going to use this guy big time because of his passion for prayer. And it's the same thing with Brother Evertson. I I love that guy. And there's so many of you here. Now, where's Brother Kahiwat? I'm convinced he's Klingon. Because I've been to the Philippines, and I never heard that last name. I never did. But praise God for what you have given us, brother. And I'm telling you what if you can lightly take if you can lightly take what brother getch preached last night we got problems that message on revival that is absolutely off the charts but I want you to understand something I want you to remember something here was a man who traveled with Paul We're going to take note in just a little bit of some things that he heard, that he was taught. But the Lord has this message in his word telling us something. Don't be a Demas. Don't be a Demas. You get to thinking about it. There was the man, but then there's the memory that he made. When we think of Demas, we think of this. Demas hath forsaken me. The phrase is made up of three words that come together to mean to forsake one who is in a set of circumstances that are against him. Paul was in prison. I don't know what was going on in Demas's heart except this. It didn't happen just overnight. But I'm wondering if he's thinking, you know what? All of a sudden, my prospects aren't looking all that good. And I'm watching what's taking place. And maybe, just maybe, boy, there are some things I could enjoy. I want you to go to Colossians chapter 1. Now, remember verse 14 in chapter 4? It said that Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you. That means that Demas knew what Paul was teaching. I'm sure he's there, you know, he's not just coming up with this. Paul has been sharing these things. Look at Colossians 1, look at verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Listen to what Paul is saying. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering and joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Listen to verse 13: who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Listen, Demas knew this. He heard this, and he left him anyway. Look at verse 25. Wherefore, I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his his saints to whom God would make known what is the, check it out, the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. Praise God, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Jesus. Demas knew this. He was instructed of Paul, but he left him anyway. Go to chapter 2. Look at verse 6. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ, for in him, in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Demas knew this. But he left him anyway. Look at verse chapter, excuse me, chapter three, verse one. If ye then be risen with Christ, Seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth, for ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Demas knew this. He heard Paul talking about it, but he left him anyway. Look at verse 16. Let the word of Christ, again, dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Watch, and whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God. And the Father by him. Once again, fellas, Demas knew this. He heard it, but he left him anyway. Verse 23 And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord. This is what he's instructing. And not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. But. He that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he hath done. There is no respect of persons with God. Demas knew it. He knew it. But he left him anyway. Colossians 4. Look at verse 14, please. Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you. Salute the brethren which are in... Laodicea, and Memphis, and the church which is in his house. And when this epistle is read among you, cause that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans, and that ye likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. And say to Archippus, take heed to the ministry of which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Demas heard it. He knew something of the passion of Paul, but he left him anyway. And you know what's sad? Too many people in Laodicea did the same thing. And so we read what we read. Revelation 3. That's the man. That's the memory he made. What was the motive? Having loved this present world. Again, this didn't happen overnight. But Paul was there and he knew. And we know 1 John chapter 2 when he tells us listen, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Well, this is for my preacher. That You know, it's not me. I'm not in the ministry. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. This, th- this meeting we're having right now would be nothing if it wasn't those people that have been slaving away and making things prepared for you. And oh, by the way, that's why you're going to eat when we're done here in just a little bit. And not only that, they have prayed for months for you by name as your name came up. What happens when somebody looks at Thessalonica and says, you know, I think there's something better for me there. Well, I'll tell you this, it hurts your preacher like it hurt Paul. It, it hurts the ministry because now somebody else is having to step in to do what you could have done. But it hurts the call of Christ on your life. And you know what the sad thing is? With a group this size, There is quite possibly somebody here that shut early out the message that's coming out. Revival? That's for somebody else. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. But there was Demas. He traveled with Paul. He saw him, and now Paul is in prison, and the time now where Paul needs him most because Paul is still focused on the ministry. He's not worried about himself. He knows what's going to happen. He's going to lose his head. Demas knew all this. But there was the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Now, praise God for a Timothy. You look at verse 9 there in 2 Timothy 4. He says to Timothy, do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. Praise God, Paul could depend on Timothy. He was timid. He was fearful. Tough times. But Paul could be straight up with him. He said, listen, oh, Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust Fight the good fight of faith. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of the Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. Praise God. Don't be a Demas. Tell be a Timothy. Do that. I'll close with this. Before I got to the Bible college that I went to, there was, a, there was a young man that came. The Lord had called him to be a missionary to South America. I cannot remember which, uh, which country, but I heard this story that he went down there to South America to serve, and while he was there, he was noticing other Americans that were down in South America, and they were in the coffee business they were making good money. He came back on his first furlough and he told a friend, he says, you know what? I'm going to go back, but I'm resigning the mission that I'm in. I'm resigning the mission board. You know, I'm going to go and I'm going to get involved in the coffee business. And I'm going to make money. And because of that, I'm going to be able to give money to missions. What They tried to talk him out of it. No, 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 this is good. I I promise, it'll work out great. Well, he did, and he went. And it wasn't too long after that, his body was found in an alley because he got wrapped up in people that he didn't really know about. You know, the safest place for us to be is not a place where the Second Amendment really reigns so you can be ready. No, the, sec- the the safest place to be is exactly where God has called you. And this is where God has called us. And this is the time that God has placed us. The best thing that we can do for the cause of Christ is be Faithful. Don't be a Demas. We're making a name. We're making a memory with some people. But we're also having what we are written. And one day we will stand before that Bema seat, trusting Christ. Praise God for that, for salvation. But I don't know about you, but I've got enough wood hay and stubble waiting for me. By God's grace, by his grace alone, gold silver precious stone. We've got one more message we're going to be hearing. I do not know what God has placed on this man's heart. But God help us while if while we're listening to brother Getch preach. We're thinking about the sin that we want to go back home to. No. No. Be a Timothy. Heavenly Father, your will be done in our lives, I pray, in Christ's name.